0: Trails is the road to the track. If it's running, you'll find it right here on Trail Tales ARP. Run wild. Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Trail Tales ARP and I have with me Emily Fitzgerald and you are in the great state of Illinois or as we say up here in Canada, Illinois. Emily, it's, it's great to, to uh, connect with you and have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. How are you today?
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I am doing great. As you know, you know, i've been a little bit busy out here like we just talked before we started recording but uh, other than that running's going good the weather has turned it was like 20 celsius yesterday which is probably like i think in the low 70s so it's it's really pleasant outside the sun has been shining and uh yeah i can't complain (laughs) great (laughs) yeah what's the weather like over there for you
1: um well today it's dark and rainy and in northern Illinois we have a saying if you don't like the weather just stick around for a while because it'll change in a few hours. <laughs> so it's super windy and rainy today and tomorrow is going to be beautiful
0: so Oh that's awesome. So just so the the listeners know kind of how we connected I, I follow you on Instagram and you know we've always like kind of liked each other's posts and tagged each other and stuff and you've you've got such colorful and wonderful photos and your group run <laughs> photos and everything like really really well done and uh, they're nice to see on the feed and I figured I'd reach oh, out to you. you. I noticed that you're on a podcast in the past. I thought, all right she does podcasts, I can ask her to come online <laughs> so that's kind of how we arranged this, so I really appreciate you uh answering that message I had sent you and, and coming on
1: well, thank you thanks for having me I mean I'm just I don't know. I have been very blessed with running and all my, um, running friends that my, I call my run family that I have and, you know, to be on this podcast and I'm extremely blessed and thankful. So thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So I have to ask you. The first thing I want to ask is, I don't know if you, you've seen on my feed. Like I do a lot of uh, cane across running is kind of my new thing now with my dog Piper, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's really been a, a fun and interesting dynamic to add to my running. And now when I don't have her attached to me, it feels kind of foreign. But anyways, you've got a great name for your dog, Mister Bark Ruffalo. So tell us about Bark. <laughs> I love yes.
1: Name. Well, um, I knew I have I have an older dog that we had for a long time. Um and then I knew if I would ever his name is Bear and if I were ever to get a new dog to keep him company, I would name him Bark Ruffalo. And we adopted um Bark in August and he's still a pup. He's like um, 10 months. Um, Yeah. So he has he has been an adventure in himself um up and down like I think the first 30 minutes um, in the morning when he comes to my bed, puts his head like beside me so that I can take him outside. And he's so sweet and loving. And then after that, he's like a double dog. He has so much energy. I will take him out for a run. And by mile four, he's exhausted. We turn around and come home. And the second we get in the house, he's wild again. So, yeah, he's high energy. Um, He's getting better. He's very smart. know those dogs you see on like on these tiktok videos and you're like wow this dog is really smart and and funny he climbs fences so he's always getting out of our property it's it's fully fenced in where he is but um he climbs it and um yeah the first month we got him he ate our couch so that was that was exciting yeah (laughs) Now, now he sticks to mainly shoes and my daughter's stuffed animals.
0: So no more couch eating. That's that's a that's a bit of an upgrade, I guess, if you will. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we our couch suffered some damage as well when Piper was in her puppy stages. Um, I don't know why we'd always give her like toys and bones to chew on and stuff, so she doesn't damage anything. And then for whatever reason, oh, yeah. it always goes under the couch, so then she tries to scratch to get it. And then the couch yeah. gets damaged, right? But yeah, she tore up our like patio furniture and stuff. So we've got a new puppy in the house now. Her name is Luna, and uh, I'm not going to yeah. replace my patio furniture until she's out of that puppy phase either, because right. she's going to yeah. chew up the other stuff. But it's you know, as, as much as you try to entertain them and keep them tired and busy, they they always have these bursts of energy. And it's it's funny how you mentioned you take him out for a run. He's tired. You come back, and all of a sudden, boom! He's like devil dog again. And mm-hmm. I've seen my Piper do the same thing where you take her out for a run, you get home she's got the zoomies and like where'd you get all this energy from because you were just like <laughs> panting away you looked like you were finished and then they just pick it up again but um she I still notice though she does sleep pretty good uh after she settles down once we get back home from our run so yeah yeah do you run um frequently with bark or just once in a while
1: um I haven't I have just recently started back up running with him um uh, we had some very bad weather and it was too cold and I wasn't about to take him out I didn't Fair. know how he would react and, and the salt that's um, when I run with him, I run in the street so that we have a little bit more room and, uh, I just don't want it to hurt his paws or anything. I haven't gotten, the uh, I don't know. I I see those, uh, dog mittens and I don't, I'm not sure if I want to do that to him. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be that person yet with those little rubber mittens on, on the dog. Yeah. See them all walking funny, and I don't know. I don't want him to hate me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, mom, what did you do to me? Everybody's laughing yeah. at me now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. And if you ever um, get curious about Canicross, you I, I would totally recommend trying it and see. It's, it's really interesting because the whole premise of the sport is you let the dog pull you. Normally, you don't want your dog pulling you, right? With Canicross, mm-hmm. they're attached to your waist and you let them pull you. So they're technically like driving but you're You're steering you're steering them so you teach them kind of left or right and there's certain mushing terms but you can just use left or right too and and it's it's really neat how they eventually pick it up because they follow your cues and stuff and there's a lot of great communication that happens between you and your dog when you're running like that and it's more free for them I think so if you ever are curious you should try it you can even just get like you know my first can across leash it wasn't like a a harness that's comfortable. that sits on my hips. It was just like a loop around my lower back and attached to the dog. It was about like five feet long. And I just used a regular dog harness for her and it was fine. then since I realized it was something we we're going to be doing kind of more seriously, I went out and bought like a proper um, harness for the dog and I got uh, a proper cane across harness for myself. So it's a lot more comfortable. It is a big game changer, but uh, I would definitely recommend trying out. And if you're curious, just get something cheap or borrow from a friend if you have and, and give it yeah. a try because the dog really loves it. It's, it's, it's really fun. But anyways, enough about dogs, because <laughs> this is not our Across edition, but I had to ask, um, cause Bark does make appearances on your Instagram account. So I love seeing those, yeah. but let's talk about you and your running here. So I guess the first question I want to know is, you know, how long have you been running and, you know, what was your reason to get into running?
1: Um, well, Coming up in June, June will be my four-year anniversary of running. Um, Yeah, so, you know, I feel like, I felt like I'm no longer such a newbie right now. I kind of, kind of know what I'm doing, you know, still green, but, you know, I've been doing it for a while now, and um, I, I mean, at the time, I was um, about to turn 30 that August, and um my youngest uh had just turned 1 that that may and i'm finally feeling like I'm fully recovered from my my cesarean with her and um i have four kids so it was quite a recovery and i have a history of melanoma which is a skin cancer and i have been cleared for that for um a couple of years and i just felt like you know, I'm healthy enough to start doing something more physical. And I had already started, um, a bit of a, like a a self-discovery journey before that. Like during my pregnancy, I started, um, just renewing myself in faith. And I did a lot of, um, you know, women's groups and within my church and started to learn, you know, more like about myself and how I could give more to life and get more out of life. And I decided, you know, before I turned 30, I want to run a 5K. I I did um track when I was in high school and then I didn't do much running afterwards okay. and I just thought, you know, 3 miles is a lot and I want to do it and I want to do it at a local 5K and um so yeah, I I did it and um then I was hooked. After that, um it was like, when's the next one? It was that first race was very painful. And like, I just couldn't even walk afterwards, (laughs) but then, you know, then you feel better and you just, you know, want to keep doing it. I think I got like, Second in my age group, so I'm like, oh yeah, it gives me a medal, make me feel good, and want to like ruin my knees one more.
0: <laughs> oh wow, that, that's good for your first race. Second in the age group, that's fantastic.
1: Well, it's a very, very small race, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter. Second, second, <laughs> you'll take <Yes>. it right,
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, yeah, so then it just started off. Um, so I worked my way from 5Ks to that fall, I ran um, my first 10K. And then the next season, um, I did uh, 5Ks, 10Ks, worked my way up to that the next fall um, to a half marathon. And then um, I think after I ran my first half marathon, everything changed. That's when I felt running for me completely just transformed my
0: life. Interesting. So what would you say it was about having that experience running the half marathon that kind of gave you this epiphany?
1: Well, um, when I first, when I trained for the half marathon, um, it was, it was hard. It was really hard. And it was something I did on my own and I had, I have a run club, um, that I, I ran with once a week and in training by yourself and especially when you know you're working your way up to 13 miles like that's that's a long time that's a few hours you're you're out there by yourself and um and I didn't really like I enjoyed running I love the freedom I have a very um I have a very good imagination so I go right away to like Disney movies I like feel like I'm Like running in a field and just you know I have a good time with it, but it gets lonely. And then seasons change. It gets cold. It gets dark. And you know you just you get injured, and it's so it's such a heavy weight to carry on your own, especially when you set these goals for yourself. And we're our own you know biggest like worst critics, and that Mm -hmm. it's just a lot to carry. And so after I ran my half marathon everyone's like, how about a full? And so, you know, things worked out to where I was able to, um, run Chicago for, um, a charity that's near and dear to my heart. Jack's fund for, um, who supports families who have been affected by melanoma, which is, um, the same skin cancer that I had. So in all awful turn, you know, I got to give back and, um, after running the half, I decided to go out for when I trained for the full, um, to not do it alone. And that's when the Instagram community really, uh, came in, um, Sean and track street crew really started happening. And my first support group was on Instagram and it was like, yeah you know, a couple of people here and there who um were running Chicago, and it just went from there and it went from just you know, encouraging to even like questioning like, what are you doing? I'm running my first marathon. I'm running my first marathon, too. What plan are you doing? What shoes are you wearing? And just you know, even the hard times, like venting about the injuries or your just your life, because we're all humans too. We have families, we have jobs, responsibilities, mm-hmm. and to balance marathon training, especially when it's your first marathon and you're so inexperienced and, and scared, you need that support group just to like get it out and get all your worries out. And then from then, um, from having that online support group, I was able to, um, you know, extend myself out into the real world into my my run group, and I really was blessed with um, a couple of runners locally who were running Chicago as well. And um, Josh and Bridget and I had trained together, and we really became really good friends. And um, even now, like I I talk to them every day, and they have we've trained for Chicago, Milwaukee. And yeah, we're, yeah, we've been training together for, I think, like two years now. And I, it's like the day we started training to to now, like we haven't gone more than maybe a day or so without talking to each other. So we're pretty, we're like a close family. And from there, we, I have my run club and an extension of that run club. um, We like to call ourselves the morning mile killers. (laughs) And we meet every morning because run club meets in the evening, um, every Wednesdays. And um I train every like I train at least five days a week. Okay. And I do most of my training in the morning while everyone's asleep and I don't miss a beat. And then I can come home and get the kids ready for school and get myself ready for work and be out the door. So we call ourselves the morning mile killers. And uh, it's a just a group of extremely loving, supportive people who without running, we would probably never talk to each other. I I mean, we are so different. We literally are a family. It's like, you know, you just have people that are in your family that are like quirky, maybe a little, um, Short tempered or tough, and you're just like okay, you know. But you love them and you accept them because they're your family. And you know, these people, they are my family. They, they, um, they check in on me when 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 I'm feeling down or it's like they can just read me and uh, they support me and they just make me laugh. I mean, we are. We have like Brian is is a And a scientist, uh, Josh is like Josh is a pirate. So I mean we're we're just a really, really um well-rounded group. Tori, she's she's a a strong educator and we're just so dynamic with our ages and our families, and it's just a fun group. And when we get together, we like to keep it light and make it fun.
0: Yeah, I think you know, you you touched on a lot of great points there. And I want to go back to the first one being, you know you start kind of running by yourself and, and training for these longer races and, and it gets kind of lonely. And then, you know, you kind of open up to the Instagram community and stuff and um, with the runners and, you know, in all of my experiences going to a race complete strangers just the vibe there is so good and so encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, so to surround yourself with those types of people um, all the time with the running and training, is such a great thing because like you had mentioned as well, you know, there are people that you ask each other questions. What are you training for? What are you wearing? You can learn from each other and you can learn with each other as well. Right. And that really does help, um, strengthen those bonds. Like you're saying, you're really equating it to like a family. And I totally agree with you like that, uh, with that rather. And it's, it's just such a, such a unique thing to be able to have, like you said, so many different types of personalities and people and without running, you probably wouldn't even know each other. So it's that right. common bond that brings you together. And I think on top of all that is, you know, when you are out there doing the training sessions, like maybe like a tempo run or something that's a little bit harder effort, even a long uh-huh. run where the distance is challenging, you're all out there together and you're all kind of, you know, suffering a little bit together too. And I think yeah. that's that's going to strengthen that bond as well that you have with each other. eh?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think overall running is, is difficult. You know, it's a difficult thing. Uh, When I first started running, like, you know, I'm going to, when I was just running the 5Ks, and I would explain, like, you know, my coworkers would be like, why are you limping? Like, (laughs) oh, I ran, you know, last night. And they're like, first reaction, why? And it's really hard to explain why um, runners do what we do. you really like nobody understands a runner like a runner and it's overall it's it's not a glamorous sport uh you you know you're outside heat bugs jumping over roadkill and (laughs) it it's not glamorous and you know everybody has those moments where they're running either alone. I mean, I know like I carry a lot of um, safety gear with me, especially mace and a lot of light. And, you know, I have alarms and stuff when I run and it gets scary and it's dark and uncomfortable. And, you know, even when you look at your training schedule and you're like, wow, I have to run, you know, 16 miles and I don't know if I can do it or I have to do, you know, so many miles at this pace, like, or these progression runs, every time I do a progression run, I look at it. I'm like, there is no way I'm going to do this. There is no (sighs) way. It's Like it's really intimidating on paper, but then you go out and you do it and you, you have that push and you have that support um, because you tell your friends, Oh, what are you running today? Oh, well, I got a progression run. You know, they're going to be like, how was that progression run? And you don't want to be like, well, you know, I slacked off and I didn't do it. They're like, Why no. they are going to hold you accountable for it? They're like, do you want this or not? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's That's... good to have the support and it's good to have people there. Like, um, and our pictures, we meet behind, um, the bank, you see like a, like a teller section. When we all take a picture, we call that, that teller area, um, selfie Island where <laughs> we all take the selfie. But it's really safe, you know, it's behind a bank, there's cameras and everything we all meet there. And we all just take care of each other and support each other um, through our running dreams, like whatever we whatever we have different goals. Um, I believe I'm the only one that's training for a marathon uh, in the spring. And Josh is doing his ultra running trail stuff and same with Brian. And Tori's working on on a half and Yeah. So we all just kind of have different goals and doing our own thing, but we all support each other and check in on each other and meet up
0: yeah, that's awesome. I want to ask you, um, you know you mentioned you run with with safety things, and I think it's so great to be prepared and 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 be cautious. um you know as as a female runner and you are kind of running in dark sometimes or early morning hours, have you ever had like uh, an experience that that made you uncomfortable or or put you in danger? or do you know any runners that have?
1: Um, I have, and I Like, it's very sad to say that I do not know um, one female runner who has not experienced some sort of harassment or during their time of running. Um, It's, it's, it's a shame. And it's really um, something that, you know, I have three daughters and it's something that I have to explain to them that that is unacceptable and you know we are all human and to be treated with respect is a human right um I did have those moments of you know I did have a time to where um actually one of my members of the run club actually uh contacted me and and told me that, you know, someone had been following me, but they had stopped them and they wanted to check to make sure that I was okay and everything like that. I've had moments to where running past new construction and then, you know, the cat calls or Mm. whatever. And um, just moments to where I'm genuinely scared in moments to where um just not not scared. I'm pissed. Yeah. And you know. So I mean, it's it's very hard, but it is something that I believe as a society that we are working towards. I really enjoy seeing all of the support. Um for women's rights and just uh, human rights, really, just respect for women from men, and it's really um, I enjoy it. I love seeing that, and you know, the runner community and the men in the runners community, they are. I mean, I've come across some really stand-up guys, and you know, and I run with a lot of them, and if. I remember we, we went out running, um, and in a group and I was running with Josh and he was like, he, he's like, I'm ready to go if anything happens. And it's sad because, you know, you see, you see the people, you see the, the people coming at you and you're just like, I need to go to the other side of the street. But, you know, sometimes like it's busy and you can't leave the sidewalk, you you know, sometimes there's obstacles in the way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like when that was happening at the time, Josh was just like, like moved his hand for like me to go around the other side. And he was just, I mean, it's sad that he had to do that in the moment and that that is like, I know he's protecting, um, you know, his friends, But it's, it's something as a society that we just have to um, be aware of as women and, and, you know, protect ourselves, we have to do our best to protect ourselves and, and talk about it, because, you know, the more awareness we can bring to an issue, um, the more the, the better we can change, you know, we can't do something about it if, if we don't. Acknowledge
0: it. Yeah. No. I think I think you make a great point, and, and thank you for sharing that with us. By the way, you know, you know, it's it's not always an easy subject to to touch upon, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate, I think, out there that you know a minority of uh, jerks are going to you know make female runners or any runner, really, for that matter, kind of uncomfortable, and um, to the point where you know if if I'm necessary, let's just say, for example, like I'm running and you're running and we cross paths. Am I going to think twice about even smiling and waving because I'm like, think, Oh, is she going to take it the wrong way or something? Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it it, it is really unfortunate the way it impacts kind of everybody, but yeah, I I agree with you. You know, you should have the right to be able to get out there and run and, and not be harassed by anybody or feel threatened, you know, but
1: I'm a very, I'm like the friendliest runner you'll see, I'm waving to everybody in town, even, I mean, that's just, that's just my town, like, that's how we yeah. are, even if we don't, you know, if even if you're not from here, we see you, we just, we just wave, and um, say good morning, and, and I love it now, I love now that the weather is warming up, I go out for a long run, and I feel like I just, I just see all my friends coming out of their houses, and I run by, and they're like, how far you got, and I'm like, 18 more to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good to be friendly. I I like it when people say hi to me and I and, and acknowledge me and, and look at me rather than um people running past me, not saying anything. And then I always have to like peek to make sure they're not turning around. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. So oh, that's true too. Yeah. Or, or just the like kind of the creepy stare, you know, it's, it's funny you mention it. we were, <laughs> out, we were, we were out on a trail run just last Saturday, last Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember either way. I think it was Sunday and uh, there was a group of us, there's about seven of us and the trails were like horrible condition because everything's melted, but because of the canopy and the trees, like it was ice, you could literally skate on it. So it was a lot mm. of bushwhacking and walking and slow, but there were a lot of hikers out there that day too. And we were coming around a bend and there was one hiker and she was kind of standing there. And, you know, I, I was at like the back of the back of the group and coming down I'm like, Oh, good morning. Hi. And nothing like just complete silence. I'm like, huh. And then the three people in front of me said, yeah, she didn't say anything to us either. And we said hello. So I was like, Oh, I don't know what's what's her issue, but it was just weird to kind of get that yeah. silence, that silent treatment. It's like oh, okay, weird. whatever, kind of a bummer, but whatever. It's like, most people are just like, Hey, good morning and smile and wave and keep on going, but yeah, everybody's different. Right. So that's yeah. just the way it is but yeah it's uh you know it's it is good that you're you take those precautions and are prepared just in case you know heaven forbid you ever do need it but you have it so it's good to be safe right like you gotta yeah, always be absolutely. aware of your surroundings yeah that's why i was like running with piper too she keeps me safe actually she's a, she's a big suck i gotta keep her <laughs> safe especially when it gets dark yeah. outside. she gets spooked pretty easily but you know running running's improved her confidence a bit you all know how I love to run with Piper the Wonder Dog. Her safety and health are my number one priority when we're out on the trails together. And that's why I've been giving Piper Big Country Raw's all-natural joint support supplements since she was a pup. Trail Tales ARP is happy to provide you with a discount code for 10% off your order at bigcountryraw.ca. Thrive Joint Support Supplement contains MSN, glucosamine, and chondroitin, which help Piper's joints stay healthy by reducing inflammation and pain. It also provides the building blocks for reducing cartilage and provides increased cushioning for joints by drawing water into the canine joint cartilage. Big Country Raw has an enormous selection of supplements that help promote and maintain digestive health, skin and coat health, and joint support. They also carry a wide variety of all-natural raw pet food and treats. Big Country Raw products are all Canadian-made and use pasture-raised and free-range animals sourced from farmers and processors that abide by safe and ethical standards of care. All fish used are caught in the wild, and the vegetables and fruits are all certified organic big country raw is currently only available in canada and can ship your order to your door some restrictions apply visit bigcountryraw.ca and use the code TrailTails one word to receive your 10 percent discount today run wild so you had mentioned uh you had mentioned weather and, and the changes in the weather and stuff and you know where, where you live i'm I'm pretty confident the weather's patterns are probably similar to what I have here where, you know, the, the winters are quite cold and, and windy mm-hmm. and, and you know, and then you get your spring and mud and all that. And then, you know, hot, humid summers type of deal. But do you have a favorite season that you prefer to run in? Ooh,
1: definitely um, early fall uh, when the heat of summer is just like, like that humidity has lifted and you just walk outside and you, it's just crisp. It's not cold. It's not hot. It's crisp. I love it. I love um the leaves and crunching through them. Mm-hmm. That is the most satisfying <laughs> feel when you just like crunching on those dry leaves and and yeah, it's and the colors, it's just and it's so close in to marathon time, you know, you're like sweating and going through all these gnats and nasty bugs and spider webs and stuff in the in the summer and then it'll get cold kill all the nasty bugs and you're like yes it's time to run a marathon soon like october november like that's when they all start coming out so yeah i like running in in the fall
0: oh that's a great answer yeah it, it really is a beautiful time of year to run especially like when the leaves change and everything yeah 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 that's that's great yeah and it coincides with your marathon running and i find too in the fall when that when that humidity leaves it's like i'm gonna give it to you in kilometers per minute but my like my kilometers per minute like usually drops by a minute right like i'm running fast oh yeah yeah it's it's like wow i'm getting so fast now but really it's just you know humidity's gone you're not sluggish anymore Uh and it's just your body's more efficient you can breathe better yeah oh yeah absolutely okay so yeah that's a great answer um so you've run you know. I'm. I'm assuming you've run many different races, and you start off the 5Ks and 10Ks and half marathons and marathons. Now, do you have you know a favorite race that you've run in? Have you run a race multiple times?
1: Um, well, obviously, you know, I have to. I have to go with Chicago. That was I was lucky enough to run Chicago, my first marathon in 2019, before all COVID hit, and Um. I've been, you know, I've. I'm able to come back, but obviously um, last year was, was camp or virtual, sorry, went virtual. And this year, hopefully, you know, I can run it again if everything goes well. Um, But yeah, that to run Oh, to run in Chicago. I've done several races in Chicago and, you know, we always start at Grant Park and like the different routes and it's just like running between, um, those skyscrapers and then along the lake. And, but the marathon takes you through all the different like towns in Chicago and it's like, Every other mile, you just get different music, different crowds, and you feel like a rock star. Yeah. You feel like a rock star for 26 miles, even, and you feel like death at the same time. It's such an amazing feeling. <laughs> so I love the Chicago Marathon. Um, there's also uh, I I live in um, Kingston, which is not even. I think it's a it's a village, it's a small town, but we're not far from n i u um northern Illinois University and uh DeKalb has this um, I think it's ten k it's ten k um called the DeKalb corn classic and it's got a funny name, but we're from the country, so everything around here is corn. and the route is it's awesome um, and it's all. And I use students like you're running, and then there was a steel drum band. There were cheerleaders. We got to go through the campus and run on their football field, on the Husky field, and you see yourself running like projected on the jumbo. Oh wow! Like it is incredible. You're like, yeah, I'm a football star. (laughs) It's just so awesome. You feel so badass, just. Doing that, and then you know, the cheerleaders and the band and everything's out there, and it's just it's really an event and it's fun, it is so much fun. Like, that is something you know, I would go out and run, even though like 10Ks, there it's just too short of a distance for me. I feel like I have to sprint the whole thing, and like. I'm not that like fast. So I'm just like, Oh, this, this hurts. It hurts me, (laughs) but it's something I would definitely do every year. Um, just for the experience. It is such a great, it's such a great experience. And then, um, also the tiger 10 miler in Byron. Um, I ran that for the first time last year, that was my first trail run and like trail race that was nuts it was absolutely nuts we went out there for you know a vip preview uh with chris and like he just took a couple members of of um gk run club and we just like he just showed us the route and everything and i felt like that this is this is too many hills this is this is ridiculous you know i was in northern illinois how are how are we like, flatlanders like how are there this many hills in one spot um but the views and it's it's awesome it was awesome it was super hard it was the one of the hardest races 10 miles too it's one of the hardest races i've ever ran um but there's this point at the end where it's all like it's a lot of curves um through the trails and it's like um roots and and mud and you're just kind of going down and you you're like i'm just going to go with it and i just kind of let the um downhill take me through the curves and i'm like i might die i might not and uh yeah <laughs> I, it was it was such an experience i really felt like that and that in those moments like going downhill I felt like I was flying going uphill. I felt like I was dying. Downhill was, was a much better experience.
0: Complete oh, wow. so. <laughs> opposite of the way I view Hills. I, I oh, prefer, geez. Oh my gosh. I like, I don't know why I like climbing the Hills. It hurts, but I, I definitely like it better than downhill. I think, for me, just the downhill, I'm just scared of like eating rocks. And I know like if I yeah. go, I'm going to fall like for you to be able to just I'm going with it like kudos to you because I, I just can't do it. I've tried. And I'm like, no, too fast. Don't like it. <laughs>
1: I've always like I've been really like I've I used to fall a lot lately. Like I haven't. Thank goodness. Um, well, OK, well, there was like once or twice, but I used to fall <laughs> like all the time and I fell so much that you kind of get good at falling. Like, you can fall and, like, roll and keep running. And even, like, you know, like, I don't know what happens. It's, it's, it's either a crack in, in the sidewalk or, or I just trip over myself because I'm just lost in my thought and singing and dancing to whatever music is in my headphones. And I just, you know
0: next thing you well, know, you're on the boy. ground Get back <laughs> off and it's like, no one saw, cool. I'll keep running. So <laughs>
1: I've gotten pretty good at falling. And so I'm not too afraid of it because, you know, just protect your face. You know, you got to protect your moneymaker and go. So yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go. Hey, eh? see, I'm, I'm going to be 40 this year. And I think now like if I fall, I don't know, like what could happen to my body. <laughs> so I'm like, I'd rather oh, yeah. just stay on my feet.
1: <laughs> no, I see my kids take falls and it, it, pains me I'm I'm like are you guys okay because you know just falling like I've taken like this past winter a couple of falls and you know fall fell and hit my knee and you know didn't hurt too bad slipping on the ice but then you know I can run through it but then I come home and you know I see that whoa it's black and blue (laughs) like just one bump and yeah
0: I know. It, I it's know. A, it's amazing like when you're in your youth and you do take it for granted because you don't know anything else but you can have a major fall and you're good to go and you don't even think about it whereas you know I find for myself now if I have a fall like I had one slip and slip on the ice and like both my feet went up in the air this past winter oh. and it landed on my butt and like I got up and I'm like okay I'm good just keep going but you know it took a week to feel yeah. good after because the next day like my neck was sore my back <laughs> was sore but you know even,
1: if I, even like when you sleep wrong I feel oh like oh my gosh you know, yeah I'm at that phase in my life where it's like, I could go out and, you know, run a marathon, but if I have one, one bad night's sleep, like with my neck tilted a certain way, I'm out for a week. Like I can't, I can't do that.
0: I know it's brutal. So for the younger members of our audience, just, you know what, be grateful for what you have because uh, (laughs) the more birthdays you have, the less recovery, abilities you have it takes longer to recover right yes, <laughs> yeah absolutely oh my gosh that's so funny um so let me ask you about running you know every everybody obviously has different reasons to run and and you know their why is different and they get different things out of running but for you what would you say is the most important thing about running for yourself
1: for myself um my most important thing is definitely uh, my children um there has been, there was a couple of times like early on to where I would think like, let's just uh, not do this anymore and see what happens. Um, I didn't think that, you know, my family really enjoyed it because, you know, they would come out and, and, you know, go to early races with me you know, waking up at You know, five in the morning, four in the morning, depending on how far away it was. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I'm like, what am I doing to my children? (laughs) Like, my kids, my oldest is 13, and I have my youngest is four. So, um, yeah, so that's like a troop to drag out at, you know, (laughs) in early mornings. And they have cheered for me um in wind and rain and cold and it's and then they have them to ask me like mommy where did you win and i'm like of course i did you know i'm like <laughs> last whatever but they gave you a medal so of course i did because of you know you guys and then they ask uh when are when are when are you going to race again we want to come see you again I'm like you really do yeah and it's for them to look at me and you know there was there were moments where I did feel guilt but to have them you know give me confidence and to acknowledge that they really do they really are excited and about what I'm doing and they really do support me and love watching me and I love that and I love them so much and every time I see them out um on the on the race course and giving them high fives. They call them like my power boost, just like just like Mario and just bam and giving them fives. It just boosts me up so much. And they are really a hundred percent the reason why I continue doing this. Um I know eventually like there will, you know, I don't compete as much now because of COVID and because mm-hmm. Um, I've i'm doing uh, longer distances, um, but the kids and, and my tribe, you know, they are having that running family with the GK run club and track street. Wow. There is, there's, I've met some of the greatest people on earth that without running, I would have never met before. And I'm extremely blessed to have them in my life. Um, I went through, you know, COVID has been a very, very hard time. Um, I've been extremely stressed and, um, just family matters that have, have really just had a very hard time. And I had, uh, probably like two weeks, um, I just shut everything out over the winter. i I just um shut out, just stopped posting. I stopped um responding to people when they would, you know, text me, and I stopped showing up. And you know, i when I finally um, you know, I check my phone for work and stuff like that, and you have these notifications, and you just see, um, your friends, like, where are you? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And even on Instagram, like, I would get um, messages like, hey, Emily, I haven't seen you post in a while, or you haven't been in you know, talking in the group chat. Are you okay? And you know, I have like really good people that are genuinely like, are you okay? Can I pray for you? Can I help you with this? Like, and they mean it, and um you know without that family i probably would still be in, in the dark times you know like you just yeah. it's really hard um when you just feel so low but when you have people that um they just want to be there for you and it and you know you just want to shut the world out you can't shut out the people who care about you i mean that's what life's about and that's what you know we're all here for is to love and care for one another and to, you know, get through life together and to enjoy it together and to really bring each other um, joy. So yeah, definitely it's my kids and my tribe, my run tribe.
0: Awesome. Very, very well said. I really like that. I think number one, you know, it, it's so great to hear that, you know, your kids, despite having to wake up and at early hours they're in, in, you know all types of weather they're excited for you they don't even bat an eyelash about saying oh we have to wake up early it was raining it was cold or whatever they're like mommy when are you going again I think that's amazing and for them to have that as an example in their life I think you know it's probably just a matter of time before you're running a marathon with them beside you in the race as well yeah, right I've, like, that's,
1: yes they that's pretty are awesome Interested for sure. So yeah, yeah. they go out running with me from, from time to time.
0: Yeah. And then your run group too, it just sounds like it's, it's full of such genuine caring people, which is, which is fantastic. And, and like you'd mentioned, that's really what it is all about the relationships we have with those around us, um, you know, just to, to care and love them as we're supposed to. And it's, it's really great that you're able to have that and that you found a group like that. Let me ask you real quick, the GK run club, what does GK stand for?
1: Well, Genoa, Kingston. Um, okay. Very <laughs> that's good. Our, uh, yeah, that's a small town. Like I live in Kingston. I, I, I put the K and the GK. Um, <laughs> so like, I grew up in this community. And um, one day, um, my friend Kate and her husband Brent were like, we're going to you know, let's start a run club. We're going to do this run club and you like to run. We like to run. Let's run together. And I'm like, shoot, why not? I know this other person who likes to run and, you know, brought in Andrea. And then from there, we just like kept bringing one person um, week after week. We met every Wednesday, did like maybe a 5k route or less. And then um had a drink at the bar, at, you know, afterwards and um, some people would go home um, and then like last year I started doing because I would have training plans and I would start doing um a lot of my runs in the morning and so I would come to run club on Wednesday evenings and um, the moms who you know would bring their kids I like, I'll take them in the stroller'll I already did my training run like let me you know watch the kids for you let me take you know i have my kids here and you know we'll all go to the park and you guys run and we just try and support each other and yeah gk running club is really just it's a great thing to be a part of um we're here to support each other we're we're you know we have people who are just starting out with running and like run walk and doing um I'm just trying to do it to for fitness. And then we have people who um are ultra runners and you know training for a hundred milers and you're just like, oh my goodness, but we all are like support each other and our different goals because each goal is important no matter where you are in this stage of running. You have mm-hmm. to get, you know, your goals and and it's it's hard when you're on your own because you, you know, you're you're all you're all you're your own worst critic and you need some like someone to hold up a mirror to you and tell you like you're doing great look at this you're not on the couch you're here so yeah it's no, a very good community and they they are really just so supportive and so sweet
0: that's great to hear and yeah you bring up a great point again you know when you when people are out there and they're running and they're trying to do it on their own um it's it's like a double-edged sword like i get it wanting to go out there and and push yourself and be tough but you know it's very easy to look at other people and other runners who have been doing it for a long time and if you don't have that knowledge of you know realizing that i just started running how come i can't run a marathon like this person run an ultra marathon like that person i can only run two or three kilometers that's okay Mm -hmm. because we all have to start where we're at so you know, to be able to get into a group of other runners, it might seem intimidating at first, but you'd be quick to realize that everybody's out there to help you. And, you know, it, right. it it isn't about what anybody else is doing. It's about where you're at and what you can do. And you take the steps and you build your way up because everybody at some point started somewhere right like I I remember when I first started running I ran one kilometer I thought wow that was such a long run I ran so far Mm -hmm. you know and then you kind of build up from there but yeah it's it's hard when you're when you're by yourself because you know you just you just don't know so it's really good to get other people involved and get get involved with other runners and, and ask lots and lots of questions and I think it's one of the great things with podcasting too, because when I first started running and I couldn't run, all I thought about was running. And my wife said, Well, why don't you listen to podcasts? I said, Well, what are podcasts? So, <laughs> you know, then, then I found some running podcasts and uh, I still listen to the Ravi Running podcast. Uh, I've been listening to that since I started running and I've had a uh, formed a great relationship with uh, Coach Jeff from that, sh- that. And he's been on the show before too. So, you know, the running for me has kind of transitioned into podcasting too. And I've met tons of great people such as yourself and people yeah. I would never speak to or meet if it wasn't for yeah. running. And then, you know, podcasting involved in it too. And it's, it's, it's such a joy. So yeah, it, you never know where running is going to take you. Right. So like, again, for me too, like I never thought I'd be running with my dog, but here I go. Right. Like yeah. never would have, you never know. Right. Who knows?
1: Right. Who yeah. It's
0: going to happen. Yeah. So, um, let's let's move on to my next question here for you so you know you did talk about kind of being in a dark dark space for a little while there in the winter um but not so much about you know the mental health aspect but what what do you do when like your motivation's low to run like let's say you're following a training plan and it's like i don't want to get up this morning and go like what kind of things do you do to kind of overcome those those ebbs in the you know the ebb and flow and everything
1: yeah um i feel like I feel like, I feel like I wake up like that quite frequently. Like okay. I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I, I have four kids. I work full time. We, um, my job is very busy right now. We make the packaging for um the COVID vaccine, the COVID tests. And wow, okay. um yeah, so we do, we're very busy. And so it's, it's a lot. And and doing hybrid learning to full, you know, in school learning to, oh, no, we're all hybrid this week. And just going through um, just family stressors and, you know, trying to train for a marathon. It, it's like, you know, I could probably sleep in today. And but we have I have a group that meets every day at 5am and the night before, um, we have this, uh, messenger who's, is there anyone running tomorrow? And we all have our different running plans and whether it was someone's on vacation or someone's cross training, we we will message what we're doing. And it's like, okay. So if I tell them, yeah, I have, you know, I had 12 on the schedule today. So if I don't show up, they're going to be waiting for me on selfie Island. Like, where's Emily? We can't take this picture without her. So really motivation is like, I don't want to let anybody down and I don't want anyone to be mad at me and be like, you said you were going to be here. We waited 15 minutes and you don't show up because you sleep in. (laughs) So that is definitely a big motivation. Um, And also you gotta, like, you really have to, Think about your goals and think about what is important to you. And the most important thing to me, obviously, are my kids. And, you know, my training, the only day that it affects my kids are on Saturdays. I wake up pretty early to where um I don't miss a thing and there's they're still sleeping. And I wake them up when I get home. So I can't use that as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but if, you know, I'm injured, if I'm, uh, really exhausted from like stress, when my heart rate is just elevated and I need to, you know, take a break. It's when I question: should I run, would running help me with this or would it make it worse? But it's really, you know, knowing your goals and keeping that at the forefront of your head like I want to get a PR this spring and it's like okay so if you sleep in is that you know working towards your goal of getting a, a PR this week
0: gotcha so I think it's it's all about um yeah I don't know if you're frozen now or not can you hear me still are you still there We may have become disconnected. I'm not sure. You're kind of frozen on my screen here. Oh, you're moving a little bit.
1: You see me? Are you okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you're moving again. I was just going to ask if you can hear me. I was, gonna, I was typing to you, but we're good. We're good. Just a little okay. glitch. Oh, we're good. So yeah. I, was, I was just going to say, it really sounds like you're talking about accountability um, with the motivation. Like you're keeping yourself accountable. And, you know, when that's kind of tough, you've got your running friends community to keep you accountable. And you've also are holding yourself accountable to your children too, right? So you're getting out in the early mornings on the Saturdays so you don't miss anything with the kids and stuff. So I think that's a really good strategy. It's quite effective.
1: Yeah and I mean your mind is going to tell you no before your body really does mm-hmm. like your mind is going to it's going to fight against you like you're your own worst enemy and you just got to you got to know that you got yeah. to acknowledge that and be like am i really holding myself down right now why am i doing this to myself because that's not who i am like i'm i'm meant to thrive i'm meant to you know, reach my goals and crush my goals. you just got to remind yourself of that every day.
0: Great call. Great call. I like it. I like it. So Emily, as we kind of wind down here to the end um, of our time, let me ask you real quick. um, Do you have any future running plans or goals? Like, let's say, Hey, are you going to run an ultra in the future? Like what, what, I know (laughs) you, you got a marathon you had mentioned, but what, what, what kind of, I know, I know that's in the back of your mind. Brian is
1: dying for someone. He is trying to turn us all into ultra runners that way, way, way to go brian way to go
0: brian i'll help you out a little bit come on emily you know you can run an ultra <laughs>
1: um i'm not opposed to it
0: okay um
1: so i really i'm not opposed to it because i really do i have been um fond of the longer distances and, and trail running um right now i think my goal i in the fall i ran a 344 marathon so this spring i would like to you know shave about five minutes off my time for a pr okay and i want to keep making that um progress and of course um you know i would love to um qualify for boston um in the future and you know, if we have live races, I would love to to run that. I have a couple of I would love to run New York as well. And um I just really like the marathon distance. I really like how challenging it is. Um and just the cities that and and the how just big events they are. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um it's very it's very exciting very thrilling um yeah i i would you know maybe maybe a 50k which is like yeah maybe i'll do a 50k i'm not i'm not opposed to anything so perfect future is wide open
0: (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome it's good it's good to have an open mind when it comes to that type of stuff but you got some pr goals in mind too that you're going to work towards so that's great as well it's always good to kind of have something to strive for when you're running yeah yeah. That's awesome, Emily. So listen, um, just before we do go, I want to ask uh, if you can just let us know where people can find you uh, on your social media. Like what's the best place to to connect with you?
1: It's definitely Instagram, Emily Running okay. Down a Dream. That is my name. And yeah, it's just, I mean, if you like running, if you like positive vibes, if you like Bark Ruffalo, corny <laughs> jokes, like I'm, yeah, that's That's my page.
0: Awesome. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. And Emily, I just have one last thing to say to you, and that is to run wild, my friend.
1: (laughs) You too, run wild.
0: (laughs) TrailTails ERP now has a brand new YouTube channel. You can head over there through our website and check out all our latest videos. And please don't forget to subscribe. If you could also leave us a review on wherever you get our podcast from, that would be greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at trail underscore tails underscore ARP. And you can also join our Strava running group at trail tales ARP. Thank you so much for your continued support. Run wild.